Blog Talk Radio.
everybody here on a Thursday afternoon on Journey in the Light Spiritual Radio, shining the globe for the past 10 years, over 5,000 shows. Be part of the show. Be a guest. Be on here weekly and let the world know about you. It's a great time to start the beginning of the year, and it's our uh, largest time of listenership is the winter season. So definitely send me a message on Facebook or wherever you want to. I'm more than happy to talk with you about how to get you aboard. All right, we have a great guest coming up now. Rosalind Cotter is joining us, um, and she's uh, and she, she'll let you know all that she does. But amazing, um, does a holistic coach uh, and uh, does a lot of healing and life coach and uh, can really help you. Um, and she's here each Thursday at this time. And uh, each a different topic each week, and there's a couple of uh, past shows that we did uh, at the end of last year. You can catch those in the archives, of course. And uh, Rosalind, welcome back to Journey Into the Light. Thank you, Michael. It's a privilege to be able to talk to you on air and to be able to talk to so many people I don't know and they don't know me. Um, thank you again for welcoming me and for the good words you said about me. Yes, indeed, we have done already three shows. I don't believe this. <laughs> I really don't believe this is our fourth show. Yeah. yeah, and before talking about what I do and what I think and all these things, I want to say to the people who are listening. I just wanted to tell you, Michael, I love the music you are broadcasting, really. Well, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. I tried to. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it's not the kind of music you listen on radio generally, do you? No, you don't hear that on the radio generally. (laughs) Yeah. But I do like it. I like to hear a song that says about our soul, you know. Uh I do, too. Because maybe in this beginning of the year, it's important to remember that we are a soul. We are a body, but we are a soul. And our body is the expression of our soul. For the people who don't believe in soul, I would like to say, okay, so our body is the expression of our mind, of our energy. And we are only made of energy. So let me remind you, First of all, what happened in the three shows? Don't try it won't be long. 
The first shows, I just try to explain what's my path. Clinical psychologist, 30 years in Paris, working with couples, women, children, families. I am interested mostly in the people in their daily life, in their uh, core emotions, what makes their life, what keeps them going, and what's important to them. The second show, I explained that what's energy healing and how I came to energy healing and how it changed completely my way of looking at life, at myself, at relationships, at others, at healing also. And the third shows, I wanted to introduce you to emotional freedom technique because when I discovered this very simple tool and I shared it with my clients and friends and family, uh, it works like magic, you know, it's incredible. I use it daily for myself and every time I'm amazed by how quickly it really gives me the outcome I need. So just in a few words, emotional freedom technique is focusing on your emotion and tap it out. Tap it out, this is a way of activating your energy on your nervous system. We do with our fingers what acupuncturists do with their needles. I don't want to redo the third show because you can listen to it anywhere. And before talking about the topic of today, which is what does it mean to be addicted? Can one get out of addictions? And uh, more basically, how can we change the habit we don't want anymore? Because then it's uh, at a lower level, somehow being addicted if we cannot change our habits. But it's less harmful for us to have habits that we don't like than to be really addicted. So um, I just wanted to say before going into that topic, I want to thank the listeners who maybe listened to me before or who are going to listen to what I said before. I really want to thank you to spend time to listen to me. And I would like to reward your attention because I realize that when I talk, I don't know if it's answering any question you have. I am saying what I think and what I know, but it probably creates questions for you about you and your specific situation. And if it's the case, please write to me, rkenergyhealer at gmail.com. Again, r energyhealer.gmail.com I will be very happy to answer all your questions on the show or privately if it's really a private matter so let's get going and start the show of today as I said last time today I would like to talk about addictions I've been confronted to addictions only when I worked in a recovery center and I must say it's uh, painful to see how a person can be anxious, in pain, somehow desperate, because she loses control 
on her mind, on her feeling, on her emotions, on her behaviors. So, as I uh, heard it said so often, it could happen to anyone to get into an addiction because in the beginning you always think and say proudly, I can stop whenever I want to. And at the end of the day, after a while, you realize you cannot. So when people talk about addictions, um, of course they think of drugs and alcohol. That's the first thing that comes to your mind. But there are many other kinds of addictions. So let's try and understand what it means to be addicted. If I go in a pastry and I buy myself plenty of cakes and I decide it's a new year, I'm going to stuff myself with everything I love now, doesn't matter if it hurts me, am I addicted? No, I'm not. You are addicted when you do repeatedly something you know it's bad for you, you don't want to do it, but you cannot stop doing it. This is addiction. So I was saying, of course, when you think of addiction, you think of drug and alcohol. That's the first things that come to your mind. But you can be addicted to overeating. You can be addicted to shopping. You can be addicted to uh, play in a casino, you can be addicted to sex, you can be addicted to many things, even just uh, sleep all day. It can become an addiction. Depression is an addiction. Feeling bad about yourself is an addiction. Going back to the same person when you know this person is hurting you and it's not good for you, it is an addiction too. This is not a habit. It's an addiction. Why? Because you can't help it. And you do it repeatedly. So you are going to tell me we are not all stupid people. We know this harms us. We don't want to do it. Why do we do it? Well, it sounds so stupid. Why do we ever do something that we know hurts us? So the first answer that comes to your mind is the craving, the pain of the craving. Let me remind you that the craving comes only after you got addicted. So what the problem is the origin of the addiction. How did it happen in the first place? How did you shift from drinking a glass of wine, which is not so bad, even can be even good for your health and your mood, once in a time with your meal? How did you get from this uh, uh, normal, I'm a stupid day, well, to say normal, but ordinary habit, to something which is I need my my three glasses of vodka every day, otherwise I cannot function. So how do we get from one simple thing, which is not bothering us, just a simple ordinary pleasure, to being really addicted? We cannot do without it. Um, I would like to go back to motivation and what drives us. 
the most general answer to what drives us is our unconscious mind. And what is our unconscious mind? It's what we hold inside all our memories since we were born, all our experiences, what we felt, what we decided at that moment, and what who we think we are and what we think is good or not good. So this is our unconscious mind. And this is what drives us. But I would like to make it even more simple. What drives us is escaping the pain and looking for pleasure. If we think something is going to be really fun and pleasurable, of course, we want to go and do it. And if we think something is so horrible we cannot stand it, we need to escape the pain. Most addiction started in two ways. The first way is I lost someone I really loved dearly, or I was separated from someone, or I lived a horrible experience. So many of them. Of course, the first thing that comes to your mind is abuse. And there are so many kinds of abuse. So how come we are feeling the pain today of something that happened long ago? The problem is we remember it and we remember the pain of old experiences, we feel them as if they happen today. For instance, to take an example, everybody understands, the people who come back from war, the veterans, they have such horrible memories. So they can still wake up at night and as if they were living them today because they are still holding them in their mind. So how we become addicted, when we are in such a pain, we don't know how to cope with this pain, how to manage it, and we go to just anything, anything, alcohol, drug, whatever, will keep me away and distracted from my pain. Unfortunately, this doesn't help at all. Because the origin of the pain is still there, and that's how the addiction keeps on going, because the pain comes back, so I still use my solution, which is not a solution, because it creates other problems to me, and I don't know what to do else, so that's the only thing I know. Well, it works in a short-term thing, so why not? This is the first way we get addicted. So escape the pain, the pain that comes from a memory from, or just from a belief. There are people who believe they are bad. How can you live with a, the image of yourself being a bad person? It hurts you. You need to forget that you are bad, that you are miserable, that you are nothing, that you are worthless. You cannot live with this image of yourself. So what's the solution? 
what I'm going to say sounds very easy. I want to say it's a process. It's not a one-time thing. You know, one, two, three, it's gone. It's a process you engage with yourself and you can face all the memories, the bad memories and the beliefs and the situations, but then you face them to tap them out of your body. You process them so that they don't bother you anymore. We are going to tell you, tell me how you can process them. Well, uh, certainly not by escaping, but by facing it. Be curious about what's going on in your mind, in your body. Feel it, be aware of it, and then only then you can change it. So again, one of the tools, it's not the only one, but one of the tools which I use and other people use very successfully in recovery centers mainly is emotional freedom technique or faster EFT. Uh, How does it work? You go to the memory, you feel the memory, and then you feel the emotion, and then you tap it out. You take it out of your mind, take it out of your body, take it out of your system. How? It sounds very silly. When I discovered EFT and faster EFT, I really thought it was a joke. But uh, when I read about it, experienced it with myself and with other people, we can process our emotions and change our energy by tapping on our nervous system. So if you are curious about this tapping, please go and read my articles or go and watch the videos of people like uh, Robert Smith, like uh, Nick Ortner, like uh, Brad, uh, uh, Brad Yates, etc. It's not too difficult to find out about tapping. YouTube is full of these videos. And I would be happy to initiate you privately if you need it or want it. So this is the first way we get addicted. We want to escape the pain. We don't know how to deal with it. So, you know, this cliche of older Westerns, the poor guy was having such a terrible day. His wife left him. He lost his job. What does he do? He ends in a bar and he orders a scotch. Of course, it sounds so ridiculous, but uh, it's the same thing. I don't feel good, so I light a cigarette. It sounds, again, so stupid. Really, it doesn't make sense, but it's culturally something. We think, oh, yes, of course. That's normal. That's what we do. Okay, let's, uh, let me shift to another way you get addicted. You get addicted because you look for pleasure and you are not finding it in natural ways. What am I talking about? You need to feel good about yourself. 
and you feel bad. You need to feel you belong somewhere. You need to feel you are as good as Brad Pitt or I don't know who else, Marilyn Monroe, etc., etc. You need to have the feeling that you are loved. So all these needs which are natural to feel good about yourself, in fact, and to feel that you can be loved, and to feel you belong somewhere, uh, you have a value, etc. If you don't find these feelings, you don't satisfy these needs in your present life, your relationships, so you can be very tempted to try something else. So I will go and smoke because my friends smoke. So it's a way to link to them. It's our brand. We smoke. Or it's our brand. We drink. Or it's our brand. We do motorcycle, which is uh, not the worst addiction. And I don't know if I can call it an addiction. It's just a dangerous thing. But, uh, okay, forget about the motorcycle. I didn't say anything about it. I go with the people who smoke. I go with the people who have a drink. So I, have, I am excited. I feel good about myself. I feel I belong with people. All, I'm not anymore inhibited. I can finally express myself. You know, when I talk to people and they tell me, oh, wait, I have to drink two or three glasses, then I can dance. What do you mean you can drink two or three glasses? What's so difficult about expressing yourself and moving your body and feeling the intensity of music? Why do you need to, how do you say this? Why do you need to get away from your fears of feeling or doing something that makes you feel good? Anyway, so let me come back to the origin of this way of getting addicted. Uh, I remember when I was a student in Paris and I was sitting in the, I don't know how you call it, amphitheater, anyway, this big place where there are 200 people and there is someone doing a lecture. And someone just offered me Zitan uh, and I never smoked before. And I said, yes, why not? After all, you can't hurt me. And I just wanted to be cool. I just wanted to do what other people do around me so that I am one of them. And which ended in me smoking for a few years. And, of course, I stopped. And I stopped the day I decided that's enough. I had a good reason to say that's enough. And in fact, no one can decide for you when is a good timing to end an addiction. You need to decide it for yourself. And when you decided to stop something, then maybe you can ask for support, support of friends or family, but better from professionals. Because uh, the family and the friends, unfortunately, don't have the tools and uh, capacity of dealing with what you are dealing with. And it's better to protect these relations which are so important to you and deal with your problems with people who know how to help you. 
So now, what can I um, say that would help? I would like. To okay, we got sixty seconds. Oh my God! So <laughs> we have to wrap. These are the two things that could help. Remember, the mind and the body have the capacity of healing themselves. Remember that the mind, body have the capacity of healing themselves. So you can only get support so that they do it. You do it. And the second thing is how to learn to be happy on your own for no reason. And this is the subject of my next radio show. How to learn to be happy on your own with no reason. How to learn how to accept, respect, love, and honor yourself. And this is the step one in happiness. Make peace with yourself, then you can make peace with others. Michael, I would like to have a conversation with you, but I find myself talking and talking and talking. You're doing great. You're doing great. This is what people want. They want to hear you, not me. <laughs> Trust me. Oh, been doing well, this long enough. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for hosting me. So just I remind you, my website is www.lifecoach-energyhealer.com. And if you want to write to me, it will be a pleasure. Just put in the subject, Journey to the Light, that I know from where it comes. And ask me any question. I will be happy to answer. RKenergyHealer@gmail.com. Thank you so much, Michael. It's a pleasure having you as a host. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, we're just out of time, though. Great show, uh, Rosalind. Thank you so much. And that's going to do it for this show. We'll see everybody back in two hours if you're live. Thank you.